What can you learn from billionaire investor Carlos Slim? I was down in San Diego for Mother's Day and uh, visiting my grandma. My mom was out of town and I was reading a compilation of all these speeches that Carlos Slim gave. And there's a lot you can learn. I mean, Carlos Slim, if you don't know who he is, he's the, I think three or four times in a row, he was the richest man in the world. He's always up there with Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. Uh, he's in the top two or three, the Zara guy. So knows a thing or two. I read, I don't know if this is true, that he owns 5% of Mexico, which is pretty crazy. But he's made his money in cell phone business, telecommunication. He's a little bit like Warren Buffett. I'm going to give you three things that you can learn today that uh, I think you can apply. And I was reading it on my phone. Don't always read on iBooks, but I like iBooks sometimes. Uh, let me pull up these three tips. The first one, it's, it's funny how, one thing I'm going to warn you before I get into this, <clears throat> most of the stuff that people regurgitate is nonsense. You know, it's like one cliche gets passed on to another person, cliche after cliche after cliche after cliche, and it get, when it affects your money, <laughs> be careful. Let me... You'll see this as I kind of read through these. Number one point, I'd write these down. This is from a speech Carlos Slim gave in December 2007. Carlos said, it's important to simplify and take out everything that is secondary to have less variables to study or look at. Because when you have a lot of variables and you don't make a distinction between the ones that are essential and the secondary ones, you have confusion. Notice the word there, variables. How many variables do you have in your life? You probably have, if you've got a family, each person in the family is a variable. If you have a career, each person you have to interact with, whether it's your boss, uh, your, your uh, co-workers, your business partner, these are variables. Then if you're in business, I mean, everybody is at some level in some kind of business. So you're in business, you're selling something. Each product you sell is a variable. Uh... If you have investors, that's a variable. If you have parents that are still involved in your life, that's a variable. And what he was saying is keep the variables to a minimum. Now, I'm not saying cut out family or anything like that. I'm not saying, you know, cut out uh, your coworkers or business partner. But it remains that the more variables you have in your life, the more confusion, the more chaos can happen. And I've seen that in life. I've made the mistake, and I'm sure you can think of times as when you, you think you're multitasking, but really you're just not doing anything well. And so think long and hard before you go too far down the rabbit hole of living a life full of multiple variables. I was just reading this book about Hugh Hefner, how he built Playboy, not more the business side of that. And one of the mistakes at one point, you know, when he just had one thing, the Playboy magazine, I think he launched it late 1950s. It made, was making a tremendous amount of money very quickly. And then he started adding on casinos and hotels and licensing the brand. And all of a sudden, this was losing a million bucks. And this was losing a million bucks. And this, and next thing you know, he was in a, a cash flow negative state. And I see every day in my life, and, and you know now I get contacted by a whole bunch of entrepreneurs every day. And 99.99% of the time, 
they're, you and I are not following and they are not following Carlos Slim's words. Keep your variables to a minimum. All right, that's number one. Next thing, by the way, I'm on this subject, for those of you who are my VIP lifestyle, it's a, it's a paid program I have. It costs a, it's the same cost as a co cup of coffee. It's like two bucks and 30 cents a day. Uh, a day. And uh, I'm doing it, I just recorded something badass. You can see it over here. How to actually invest and know uh, if you're getting a good deal. Talking about valuations and stuff. But that's, that's not for this free video podcast stuff. Just thought I'd give you guys a little teaser what you're missing out on if you're not in it. Not to be too salesy, but okay. Number two, Carlos Slim. He says, I never take risks, maybe small risks, but I think I'm not a risk taker. I think I am very conservative all my life. I've been very conservative. And then that go against the what you've heard from people that most investors are uh, these huge risk takers. Is actually not true. It's been proven scientifically. There's a lot of a uh, big body of research that shows the most successful in the people in the world don't take undue risks. Now they do take risks. You will have to take risks. It's like Charlie Munger says: it's a rare life that's bathed in opportunity all the way. Most of us only get a few chances. So what you have to do: the average person is taking a thousand little pointless risks a year. The smart investor. And what you can learn from Carlos Slim, what you and I can learn is save your risks for the ones that have big potential payoffs. I'm putting words in his mouth, but that's common sense, right? Most people are, that's why you want to wear a seatbelt. Because what's the downside? If you don't wear a seatbelt, you're taking a risk and there's no reward for it. If you want to write something down, they call that an investing the risk reward continuum. The more risk you take, you want to be rewarded. Not wearing a seatbelt. There's no reward for it, but there's risk, so never do it. Mm, taking all the money you have, quitting your job overnight, just on a whim, and I don't know, investing in your friend's business. This may not be the best risk because it's unresearched, it's... Um, well, we could just sum it up and be like, it's not wise. But there is a time when it is a wise risk to quit what you hate doing because it's calculated. You thought it through. It might be short. You might not have to think about it for years. In fact, if you think about decisions for years and years, you're being, you know, you're para that's over analysis paralysis. But what I'm saying is have a little plan going together. And he does say, he said, you know, first he, Carlos Slim said, I didn't take any risk. But then he said, well, maybe I take some risk. And he's understating it. But his point is, and I'm sure he would agree, take smart risks that have big upside. Jeff Bezos quitting his job and then going to Amazon. Now, this was a smart risk because he knew that worst case scenario, Amazon didn't work out. He could go back to his old job making 100, 200 grand on Wall Street. But he knew the upside if he pulled it off correctly. Well, now I just read, I think he's the number five wealthiest man in the world at 50 billion because Amazon's stock has soared. Oh, smart risk, dumb risk. Don't just take risk without having it a commensurate potential return. Okay, third. This is in a speech Carlos Slim gave at George Washington University in 2012. 
Chronic pessimism leads to mediocrity. It's good to be a realist. I'm a realist. It's good to be pessimistic sometimes. When everybody's optimistic, that's probably the best time to be pessimistic. But he said the word chronic. That's not weed. <laughs> For those of you thinking that Snoop Dogg is chronic. Chronic means habitual in this case. Habitual pessimism. Where you, you What you want to do is take it on a case-by-case -case basis. There's a time to be... When everybody's pessimistic, you want to be super optimistic. So if you always robotically become pessimistic, you're missing out on huge opportunities. Don't ever be a robot. The reason I don't like politics is, you know why? People go, well, I'm going to vote Republican. I'm going to vote, I'm gonna vote uh, Democrat. And I go, well, do you really know what the candidates think? No, I haven't researched them. Then why are you voting? To me, if you haven't done your research and you don't know jack squat about it, don't vote at all. I think that's, that's stupid. Why would you vote if you don't know? But most people are robots. I'll tell you, you want to be an investor like Carlos Slim, never be a robot. And that, whether it's pertaining to politics or in this case, pessimism, be it alive. I always tell people what work for me. Are you a human being? Human beings, the definition, biological definition of life you know what it is? Reacting to stimulus. A rock can't react to stimulus. If you poke it with a needle, it just sits there and is a rock. But anything else, whether it be a single cell organism, whether it be you know a shrimp, a fish, a jellyfish, a human, we are supposed to react to stimulus. That's why the way doctors tell if you're alive, if you're knocked out unconscious, they're going to put a light through your eyes because there's even a a uh, subconscious and involuntary reflex where we react. So react. And when I say react, I don't mean, you know, uncontrollably or emotionally. I'm saying, don't just go, well, my mom was always pessimistic, so everything. And I'm like, I mean, 99% of humans are just DNA replication robots of their parents. You don't believe me? I won't make this too personal, but ask the average person who's in any religion what their family is. 99% of the time, they are the religious and political party. They're the socioeconomic level of their parents and grandparents. That's a cycle that's hard to break, but you can break it. You can break it. I was born to a single mom, you know, and she didn't know about investing or money. And, and I had to learn it the hard way. But nonetheless, I went out, and if you ask and you'll, and you'll find, seek uh, all right, ask and you'll receive, seek and you'll find, knock and the door will be open to you. That's an ancient saying that still holds true. So thanks for listening in. Make sure, like I said, I'm doing this VIP training. I'll try to put a link here. It's on my website. It's part of the 67 steps now. I, I put them together. And uh, so you can always go to my website too if you don't see the link here somewhere. And uh, join the 67 steps and you'll automatically be enrolled in my lifestyle training. I go a lot more in depth than this stuff, but because I, I, this is a this reaches millions of people, more than that, tens of millions. So I have to uh, be pretty broad. If you want some specific investment advice, that's a little more in depth. Uh, join the lifestyle training. Not too expensive. It's not very risky. Average American spends about two fifty a day on coffee. This costs less than that. But uh, yeah, talk to you tomorrow or next time I record one of these.